the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. During the tribulation period, there will be some individuals who, who teach the word to others and give people understanding of the times that they're living in in the tribulation, give them understanding from the scriptures. And look what it says, the wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. Again, if you want to be wise, you want to shine for God, faithfully share the word of God with other people. People sometimes talk about your legacy, what you'll leave behind when you die. This is because everyone wants their life to matter. In today's message, Pastor Dan shares that God has clearly laid out what you can do to make the biggest impact of all. He says that if you want to make a difference, share the good news of God's great love and grace with the people around you. From here until the end of time, God wants you, His follower, to tell others about who Jesus is and what He's done for them. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Daniel chapter 12 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so we shall ever be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Those who have died in Christ, Their soul is already with the Lord to be absent from the body and present with the Lord. But we're told here in 1 Thessalonians 4 that when Christ comes to receive his bride, the church, and take his church to heaven, and what's called the rapture, at that time the dead in Christ will receive their resurrected bodies. It says the dead in Christ will rise first, resurrection, then those believers who are alive on the earth at that time will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And so the dead in Christ will receive their resurrected bodies at that time, and those believers who are alive on the earth at that time, at the time of the rapture, will also receive their resurrected, glorified bodies also. And this is part of the first resurrection. This is the passage that applies to us. Because we're either going to die in Christ, if you're a believer, uh, or we're going to be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Uh, so that, so this, this is the one that we're most interested in for us. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 51 and 52 say, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be 
changed. So those who are alive at that time when Christ comes for his church will be changed, they'll be transformed. And so the, the rapture includes only the church saints, only the church saints, and it will occur sometime before the tribulation begins. So believers in Jesus Christ who have died are part of the first resurrection. Believers who are alive at the time of the rapture are part of the first resurrection. Also, the two witnesses in Revelation chapter 11, uh, they're part of the first resurrection. Plus, believers who are martyred during the tribulation period will be part of the first resurrection. Let's look at that together. Turn with me over to Revelation 20. So do you see here how it began with Jesus Christ? He's the first fruits, but you've got all these other groups that are part of this first resurrection all the way up through the tribulation period and even to the end of the tribulation period, all part of this first resurrection. Revelation chapter 20, beginning in verse 4, and I saw thrones and they sat on them and judgment was committed to them. Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus Christ and for the word of God, who had not worshipped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years, but the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. That's the, uh, this is the first resurrection, blessed And holy is he who has part in the first resurrection over such the second death, which is eternal separation from God, has no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. So here we have in verse 4, these tribulation martyrs who die for their faith in Jesus Christ and for the word of God. We're told that they're beheaded specifically. They will be resurrected. And they will be resurrected when Christ returns at the end of the tribulation period, but before the thousand-year reign of Christ begins, because it says uh, that they will live and reign with Christ for a thousand years. So they've died for Christ during the tribulation, but they will be resurrected before the thousand years begins. So they're also part of this first resurrection And then here in Daniel chapter 12, if you want to turn back there, here in Daniel chapter 12, verse 2, he's talking to Daniel about his people. And and here he's talking about their resurrection. So these are the, the Old Testament saints that are resurrected here. They're also resurrected at the end of the tribulation period before the thousand year reign begins. And all of these groups are all part of this first resurrection. Then you have the second resurrection, or what's called the final resurrection. The the second resurrection is for the unrighteous, or for the unsaved. And it's a resurrection for judgment. The second resurrection occurs at the end of the thousand-year reign of Christ. So you've uh, you've got the rapture, Right? Remember our timeline that we've talked about before? You've got the rapture. Sometime after the rapture, the Antichrist uh, will sign a covenant, a seven-year covenant, that 70th week of Daniel. And in that 
covenant, the Jewish people, Israel will be allowed to rebuild their temple, some kind of temple in Jerusalem, and begin their sacrifices again. And then the middle of the covenant, the middle of the seven years, he stops the sacrifices and he sets up the idol in the temple, the abomination of desolation, and he demands to be worshipped. That 70th week, that seven years, that's the tribulation period. At the end of the seven years, Jesus Christ returns. After that, you've got the thousand-year reign of Christ, then a new heavens and a new earth, and we all live happily ever after with Jesus Christ. The second resurrection occurs at the end of the thousand-year reign of Christ. And so look at verse 2 again here in Daniel. And in verse 2, we can recognize a thousand-year time gap in verse 2. The the first resurrection to everlasting life, uh, that will be completed at the end of the tribulation period. But before the thousand-year reign begins, because those people, remember, are going to be reigning with Christ, the final resurrection or the second resurrection is to shame and everlasting contempt. This occurs at the end of the thousand-year reign of Christ before Jesus makes the new heaven and the new earth. Again, go back to Revelation chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20. Have I thoroughly lost all of you yet? I can keep trying. (laughs) I won't give up that easily. Revelation chapter 20, verse 11. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. So there's, there's going to be no place to hide. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. And books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, And death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one according to his works. And then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So this is the second resurrection. These people are raised to be judged at the great white throne judgment. And the the sea gives up their dead. Everybody uh, who's not saved, not a believer, they haven't you know, put their faith in God or faith in Jesus Christ, uh, they stand before this judgment, uh, and they're judged based on their works, uh, and then cast into the lake of fire. And then Jesus, in chapter 21, he makes a new heaven and a new earth. And so this is that second resurrection here, resurrection for judgment for the non-believers, for the unrighteous, Uh, for the unsaved, for they stand before the great white throne of God and they're judged by their works and their deeds and their life. Remember, we talked about how they will have to give an account for every idle word they ever spoke in their entire lives, right? This is why you want to be part of the first resurrection, (laughs) not the second resurrection, where you have to stand before the great white throne judgment and be judged by your deeds, Now, turn back to Daniel chapter 12. We continue on here in verse 3. Those who are wise, who wants to be wise? Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. And those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever 
and ever. Now, the word wise here refers to those who have insight into the times and the word of God, and they impart it to others. They have insight. They kind of understand what's going on in the world during this time. They've got the word of God, which is giving them understanding, and they're imparting it or they're teaching it to other people. That's, that's the wise. So during the tribulation period, uh, there, there will be some individuals who will instruct people from the word of God. We'll return to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton in a moment. But first, Pastor Dan would like to extend a special invitation to our listeners. If you've enjoyed the messages on Ring of Truth, I'd like to personally invite you to join us this Sunday at Calvary Chapel. We're located in Columbia, Maryland, just five minutes from Routes 29, 95, and 100. I'd love for you to come be part of our time of worship and Bible study this weekend at 9 or 11 a.m. I always enjoy meeting listeners of Ring of Truth, so please be sure to introduce yourself to me after church. To find out more information and to get directions, visit our website at calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. That website again is calvaryec.com. We look forward to seeing you. Now, back to today's message. Now, we just saw in Revelation 20 the tribulation martyrs who are killed for their witness for Jesus Christ and because of the word of God. But there's going to be some who will share the word of God with other people. Now, the word of God will not be popular among most people during the tribulation. The word of God will be out of season during the tribulation period. People will not want to endure sound doctrine during the tribulation period. But the wise teach the word of God in season and out of season, whether it's popular or unpopular. And during the tribulation period, there will be some individuals who, who teach the word to others and give people understanding of the times that they're living in in the tribulation, give them understanding from the scriptures. And look what it says. The wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament. Again, if you want to be wise, if you want to shine for God, faithfully share the word of God with other people. Share the word of God with other people. Look at what it says again, verse 3. The tribulation will also produce individuals who courageously share the gospel. And they will turn many to righteousness. I think, I think this is so important for us. I think this is so important for us. Now, the tribulation and trials that the world is facing right now are pretty unsettling. I think we'd all agree to that. But they are small compared to what will happen during the tribulation. The great tribulation. Yet, during the great tribulation, the wise ones will be those who share the word of God and preach Jesus Christ to others. That shows us what we should be doing during these days that we're living in. You know, many of you, I know, you know that there are churches right now that are preaching all kinds of things in reaction to what is going on in our country and what is going on in our culture because they think that's the wise thing to do 
right now in response to what's going on in the culture. Listen, it is wise in God's eyes to teach the word of God and to preach Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's godly wisdom during the great tribulation. So it's certainly wise for us to do now when things are just kind of unsettling in the world. And those who do will shine like the stars forever. All that other stuff that churches are doing right now, it's, it's like fireworks on the 4th of July. Right? They're, they're, they're bright, they're loud, people get excited, people ooh and ah when they see it, and then it's gone. It doesn't last. Listen to me. That stuff is not going to last long. It's not going to last long. But the word of the Lord endures forever. The word of the Lord endures forever. You share the word of Jesus Christ. You, you share the gospel with people. You tell people about Jesus Christ and him crucified. You'll shine like the stars forever and ever. The word will never fade away. The gospel of Jesus Christ will, will never fade away. Now, people may not get as excited. They may not ooh and ah over the Bible or over simply Jesus. But listen, you're doing something that's going to last forever and ever and ever. That other stuff ain't going to last. But you're going you're gonna to shine like the stars forever. It never fails. It never fades. It's eternal. All that other stuff is temporal. So he goes on in verse 4. But you, Daniel, shut up the words, seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. These prophecies are not really for you in your time, Daniel. So just seal up the book. Until the time of the end, referring to the tribulation period, referring to that 70th week, the final week. It's really for that time. It's not really for your time, Dan. So just seal it up. Just close it up. Put it in a safe place. It's not really for you. It's for the time of the end. When, in the time of the end, many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. Now this prophecy is often taken out of context and misinterpreted in my opinion. People interpret this prophecy to mean that in the last days, uh, uh, people will be able to travel rapidly all around the world, right? The people will be going to and fro quickly, right? And in Daniel's day, you know, man traveled at the speed of horseback. And now today we can go faster than the speed of sound. You can get on a plane today and you can be in anywhere in the world tomorrow kind of thing. And, and they say, oh, that's what it means when it says they'll be running to and, and fro, and knowledge shall increase. And some take this to refer to the information age and the internet and the incredible amount of information that's available at everybody's fingertips on your phone. And I'll tell you the Hebrew word here is Google, actually. It's just it's Google, and you don't realize that. <laughs> but that's not the context of the passage. Context matters. The context is the tribulation period. And during the tribulation period, many will be searching for answers and trying to understand what's going on in the world. And they'll be going to and fro looking for answers. And the book of Daniel will give them understanding. 
And so he says, just seal it up. It's not really for you. It's for the time of the end when people are looking for answers and trying to understand what's going on in the world. The book of Daniel will give them understanding and the book of Daniel will give them knowledge. They'll find the answers they're, they're searching for in Daniel. So it's really for them. It's really for that time. Verse 5 says, Then I, Daniel, looked, and there stood two others, one on this riverbank and the other on that riverbank. These are two angels that appeared on each side of the Tigris River in Babylon where Daniel was standing. And then a a, a third appeared above the river, dressed in, in linen. And one said to the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, How long? How long shall the fulfillment of these wonders be? (laughs) You ever ask a question like that? Lord, how long? How long is this going to go on? Now, again, context. These angels are asking, how long will this tribulation be? How long will the Antichrist persecute the people of God during the tribulation? How long is that going to last? Then I heard the man clothed in linen, linen who was above the waters of the river when he held up his right hand and his left hand to heaven. He's making an oath here. Holding up both hands shows the seriousness of this oath. He holds up both his hands and swore by him who lives forever. He swears by God who lives forever that it shall be for a time, a times and half a time. Now we've seen that phrase before. And when the power, look what it says, of the holy people, that's Israel, has been completely shattered, all these things shall be finished. That's a pretty heavy verse right there. He he says it's going to be for a time, a times, and half a time. He's he's making an oath here. I swear to you, it's going to be for a time, times, and half a time, or as we've said before, three and a half years. There's three and a half years left in the tribulation. I swear, I make an oath to you that it's only three and a half years left until the power of the holy people Israel is completely shattered. The purpose of the tribulation is to bring the Jewish people to salvation. It's the time of Jacob's trouble, as it says in Jeremiah chapter 30. It will take the great tribulation and the complete shattering of the Jewish people to humble them and to cause them to finally call on the name of the Lord for salvation. Sadly, this is what it's going to take. They're going to be completely shattered by the end of the tribulation, but that remnant that comes through the tribulation, they'll know the Lord as their Savior. And so verse 8, I love verse 8. You should love verse 8 too. Daniel says, although I heard... I did not understand. (laughs) Then I said, my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? That's encouraging, isn't it? Verse 8, Daniel the prophet says, I hear what you're saying, but I don't really understand what you're saying. You ever feel that way? I feel that way a lot. can relate to Daniel. And so, so Daniel asked the question, what shall be the end of these things? Now back in verse 6, The angel asked, how long or when will these things end? Daniel asked, what? What things will happen before the very end? What what, what should I be looking for? What What should we expect? He asked. 
We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth. Pastor Dan is continuing to teach through the book of Daniel, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. If you'd like to hear this message again or to listen to additional teachings from Pastor Dan, you're welcome to visit our website at calvaryec.com. Once there, you can listen to or download a wide range of previous broadcasts. Otherwise, simply subscribe to our podcast. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you. This can be advantageous for those who are on the go much of the time. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life, so please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also really like to know how we could be praying for you. So when you call, don't be afraid to share your prayer requests with us. We'd be happy to pray with you and for you. It can be so helpful to others to know about and to be in prayer for the things on your heart. Well, that's all we have time for today. Join us next time as Pastor Dan continues teaching in this series through the book of Daniel. We look forward to the next edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and what I know because I know his voice and it only takes J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.